and away we go. It is another nightcap right here on BearcatJournal.com. Thursday, March 3rd, brought to you as always by Galactic Fried Chicken. Visit www.galacticfriedchicken.com to download the app for Android, iPhone, everything Galactic. Get your delivery, get your pickup. Go visit the store in Dayton. Dine in. We're almost to that time, Aaron. They got a dope patio. Awesome patio setting down in, in Dayton, Kentucky. So Honestly, I wouldn't have guessed. I had no idea. If you go right out that little door on the side, it takes you to the back. And there's, like, it's a house, right? Like, it's an sure. old house. So it's got yeah. a yard. And they turn the yard uh, into patio seating. So nice. uh, during the summer, it is uh, it is delightful out there. <sighs> Lots of unpacking this one. <laughs> We have a lot to get to. Cincinnati loses 76-71 to SMU. Uh, and, boy, you talk about a day at the Combine for a couple guys. There was there was millions of dollars made by a couple Bearcats today at the Combine. So we'll get to that. But we're going to start with SMU 76, or 76 Cincinnati 71. Um. I I, uh, I spend a lot of time complaining about very specific refs. Mainly because I think there are some guys that it's a joke that they are considered the best in the sport. And when you watch the game, they're terrible. They're inconsistent. They're often uh, swayed by emotion and uh, let things that shouldn't uh, get in the way of officiating get in the way of officiating that said Cincinnati was never going to be allowed to win that game tonight I feel like I'm supposed to ask you what do you mean right here SMU was called for 13 fouls in the game two in the first half the whole game SMU was called for 13 fouls. Cincinnati was called for 19 fouls in the second half. 27 fouls for the game. A a 14 (laughs) foul disparity. Cincinnati was 14 of 17 from the line. Pretty good. For this team? That's outstanding. Outstanding for this team. SMU was sent to the line 40 times. That's insane. 40 times. They made 14 more free throws than they made field goals. Again, insane. They went to the line 30 times in the second half. In the second half, they went to the line 30 times. They scored 37 points in the second half. 23 of them were from the free throw line. The conspiracy theorist inside me is screaming right now. What happens if SMU loses this game, Aaron? They don't make the tournament. They're off the bubble. There's no guarantee they're going to make the tournament right now. They are literally one of first four in, last four out. Like They are literally on the cut line. They lose this game. They're out 
Sands winning the American Athletic Conference Tournament. Correct. They're out. What happens when you make the NCAA Tournament, Aaron? You make the conference a lot of money, Chad. A couple hundred thousand dollars for every NCAA Tournament uh, credit. So for every game you play in the NCAA Tournament, there's a couple hundred thousand dollars on the line. SMU is at home. And it was very clear early that Cincinnati was not <laughs> going to get an even whistle. Okay. They overcame it. What did we see in the second half? It, it, it wasn't too surprising. We saw in the first half a team, even though the numbers weren't great, a team that fought their ass off mm-hmm. and they put themselves in position to win this game, including they should have gone in up eight at half. Uh, but Sands for a bogus foul called with eight-tenths of a second left that allowed SMU to put two extra points on the board. Those two extra points were pretty important down the stretch, were they not? That was a block. Clean block, Clean might I block, add. yeah. Like, there was no even th- – nothing but ball. And, and for the folks that say Cincinnati fouled a lot, uh, you're probably right there. They did foul more than SMU fouled. They're also coming off a game where they just played Houston, where you get fouled on every single possession. But in this particular game, it just simply wasn't called evenly on each end of the floor. David DeJulius drives the lane for a layup at the end of the game, gets clearly hit, no foul called. Jared Hensley goes for a dunk, gets literally open-handed slapped in the face. By a defender that was two feet from reaching the ball. Who also, Hensley, ar- who also had, had the argued. Ball. He argued the foul. It was a foul, yeah. <laughs> Hensley had the ball in his left hand to dunk it all the way over here, all the way over here, and got smacked in the face from this side like this. Bro, his contact lens is stuck in your fingernail. By a guy that just literally, like, and the crazy thing was, they didn't go to the monitor. They go to the monitor, that takes four seconds to determine that that's a flagrant one. No attempt made on the ball, open hand smack right to the kid's face. Why, why 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 was it not reviewed? Why was that not two shots and the ball for Cincinnati? On the the possession where DeJulius was fouled on the layup, there were three fouls on that sequence. Not one of them was called by any of the three officials. Odio Guama gets a rebound, defensive rebound, on the baseline, gets shoved four feet. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. And they just give the ball (laughs) to SMU. Like, I... It's, I hate to say this because I like, I, I hate this from people because I think it's so crazy and bullshit and it's, it's never right. And it's probably never right. It's not right now, but watching that, how could it not feel like there was a, a directive from the league? Like, look, SMU's got to win this game. We, look, I, look, SMU look. has to win this game. Go back to the fouls. Go back to the free throws. That's insane. Chat. That, that that's not that's not basketball. That's free throw game. 
They had 23 more free throw attempts in a 40 fucking minute game. They averaged one free throw per minute. Wrap your mind around that. Averaged one free throw per minute. And here's what what's unfortunate. It, it overshadowed a, a another 20-point outing by David DeJulius. Uh, an outstanding a, first a, half. He was a star tonight. First half, he definitely was. I mean, even, even in the second half, like you saw him. They adjusted know, coverage on him. He, well, he operated differently. I don't know that I've ever seen him be so vocal as a leader on the floor before tonight. Yeah, he he got into some guys, especially late. Like he was he yeah. was getting after dudes. He wanted that win bad. Yeah. Bad, bad. Sure he did. Um, Jeremiah Davenport had a big game, 17.7 rebounds. DeJulius had 21 and four assists, added three rebounds. I'm gonna um, go, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, Ted. And I don't care who comes at me. They win this game if John Newman doesn't get injured. I think you're right there too. Um, I think Newman, because they went small, uh, and Wes talked about this in the post game. They started playing what the the bigger Weathers brother at the five and went small, and kind of played four. Marcus, like, you know, yeah, Marcus, the yeah. fifty number fifty. Um, they kind of played three guards, a wing, and a and a forward. Um, and it gave Cincinnati some problems. If you've got John Newman out there for more than six minutes, like you win this game because so, you're able right? to get some more stops. You're able to get a couple extra rebounds, hustle, hustle plays, uh, right? Hustle plays the way that he's been mm-hmm. playing. Um, yeah, no, I don't have much. Well, I don't know, Aaron. I, I, I don't think it mattered. I, I think there was <laughs> Cincinnati wasn't winning this game. Well, even, even a dude's last foul, like the, the commentators. As, as we're at home watching the game, you know. He was say, standing straight up in well, legal guarding position. And they, on his fourth foul, they said, you know, he curves his body when he goes up. And no, he doesn't. And, and so, well, so, so they show the replay, and he did a little bit. Like, and when you say curved, I'm talking like, like this is a this is a video format, right? So his body looks like, like, maybe like this a little bit. Okay. On that last one, though, he was straight up, straight up and down, yeah. like, no scoliosis. He's he's straight up and down. What's he supposed to do? That he he justifiably should have been mad. And yeah. That's how you go yeah. out in your last regular season game. He, of course, he's mad. He should have been mad. Possibly his last game ever. Well, I mean, he's going to play in the conference tournament. Touche. But his last reg- possibly his last regular season game yeah. ever. Um, it just, but without a doubt, his last regular season game ever, unless he comes back. Abdullah Do? Oh, I thought you meant Dave. Like you're, no, no, Abdullah Do. I'm still talking about him fouling out in that manner. Yeah. It's <sighs> we haven't even talked about the DDJ comment after the game and that possibly being his last. That's where my brain was. I know. I, I thought he was going there at first when he started his monologue. I, I don't think that's where it ended. I think legitimately, I think that kid cares like about this fan base, about the way Cincinnati has embraced him, about like, I think what his West. legacy is here. I think he loves Wes. Like, but I think this is more – I thought that was more personal to him. Like – just to say it, like to let the fans know, like 
Thank yeah. you. And I'll read it. He said he stopped us. We we were done asking questions. He said, I got something to say. I just want to thank Cincinnati and the fans and you writers and media guys for the incredible season that we had. It might not have turned out how we wanted it to, but after the last year I've had, you guys embraced me, allowed this to be an incredible season for me. And I can promise you guys that it may seem a little tough now, but throughout this week, we're going to go as hard as we can, as smart as we can, to just go out there and play some good basketball this week. We promise you that. I thought for sure the way he was starting it was kind of like, uh, you know, a semi goodbye. But the way he finished it was like, look, we fought our ass off this week in Texas against the two best teams in the league. And we're going home with the knowledge we can play with both these teams. Tonight showed me more about this team than any other game, I think, all season. Because again, as we've said, as we've said, I don't know, the last four or five games, Cincinnati's been reeling. Yeah. Uh, Your words were they're crawling to the finish. The last two games, specifically tonight, they got up. This was not a team that was crawling. They got up and they were throwing punches. They got hit with a haymaker by Houston. Yeah. Like, like knockout blow. Had to get on a bus. And drive to Dallas yesterday, do their preparation for SMU. At SMU. And then play five on eight. Yeah, I said that. I I see where you're going. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't trying to hide it. (laughs) It's just, I don't know. I I don't know. I wish I would have seen this fight in, in the Bearcats. A yeah, but that's, that's not how the progression of a season works, man. I, I understand, but I, I I think, again, I'm speaking on behalf of the fans when I say that. Like, all of us would have loved to see sure. this yeah. team. No shit, Sherlock. With this fight, <laughs> you know, against, against the South Florida, against the Temples, against UCF, uh, you know, against... It's, if they get up for these big games, and it's crazy because they did it all year. Against Memphis, against Houston. Memphis, they played without Abdullah Du, and they, they they played well, all things considered. Against Houston, they played well. Against SMU, they won for two. And this one, I don't I don't know that there was anything you could have done to win this one. Right. It's just I don't know. Like I want them to get up for the other teams. They, just, Tulane. Not, yeah, well, Tulane's pretty good, dude. Well, they, they surprised everyone, yes. Just because you didn't think they were good doesn't mean you can't go back and in retrospect go, actually, those guys are pretty good. I'm just saying, like, those are the teams, though, that as fans, as fans of this program for 20 years, 30 years, we're not used to seeing this team lose to teams like that. Okay, yeah, but this isn't those teams. You're right. So, you know. My only point like, is I just want to see them get up with that same intensity that we had tonight, that we had against Houston. Okay. Did, have you woken up every day with the same intensity you did when we had the subathon? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's human nature, right? When you get a chance to play the best teams, you get a little bit more up for the best teams. Okay. When, when you got a day where, you know, you got to 
deal with a bunch of snot-nosed kids complaining about whatever it is that snot-nosed kids complain about. And and and, and you got to do that for nine hours. Like sometimes those days are a little tougher we than the ones when you wake up with a 12-hour subathon with like a star-studded guest list. Those are usually the uh, the snow days where where she has to work. Yeah, I know those days yeah. aren't those days aren't super fun. That's that's human nature. I get it. Like I understand where you're coming, what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm also saying this isn't an overly overwhelmingly talented team. We we kind of had an idea of that going into the season when all of us said, myself included, that we had no expectations, and then we were given expectations. Yeah, that's again, and they like set that, the bar and they said we, we all set the bar entirely too high, and then we had to have our, our expectations tempered. And now, I think, I don't know, I mean, it sucks that I feel like we, we finally had the reality check this last month of what this team really is, and it's over, kind of. You got, you got. One last fighter's punch left. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, let's let's move on. Okay. Player of the game, David DeJulius. Hat Without tip question. to Jeremiah Davenport. The lead, that was as poorly officiated a game as I've ever seen. Uh, it felt like a game that was officiated to produce a result. And that can't be how games are officiated. Uh, especially with betting becoming legal. Right. I don't think that was the 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 officials had money on the game. I think that was that's not my point. It's the same the thing. Conference as, had money it's the on same the thing as if you're you're an owner of a team telling a coach right. to throw a game. Right. Just saying. Yeah, not wrong. Not wrong. Uh, let's talk combine for a moment here before we go. I'm sure we'll have plenty. We're going to have to lean on combine here for the next couple days. Uh, let's go. Space. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, if you're talking about 4.33s every day, let's go. 40 and a half inch vertical. Uh, most of uh, the elite numbers at quarterback and testing were produced by Desmond Ritter. Uh, the best because 40. I, I thought he was number five quarterback. Yeah. The best combine 40-yard dash in 20 years. Pretty good. That's pretty good. You mean he's faster than Malik Willis? Yes. Weird, because I thought he was the fastest thing since Kyler Murray, and I thought he was the fastest. Yeah, no. Uh, number nine. Huh. I, I didn't see it. I guess there was a moment where like Des huddled up the quarterbacks. Like it just natural instinct for that guys. Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> guys, what are you doing? Bring it in. <laughs> you think he does that with, with Claire and the baby? I hope he did that and then said, I beat y'all. You think he does it with at home? She's gotta be like she's she's about a year, a little over a year now. She's cruising around. Hey, hey, bring it in, bring it in. And they have like a meeting at the couch. And at the end, they're like, one, two, three, family. <laughs> so she hits him with a stiff arm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that Yeah, that's that's Desby and Des. But boy, 
Des and Alec made each other. They each made they each made quite a bit of money today. You think? Yeah, I mean, huh? Can't wait to I mean, see uh, those updated rankings. Yeah, 15. Um, get out. Imagine, imagine that Brady Collins guys are ready for testing. That's so weird. Yeah, it's strange. I never, I never would have pictured <laughs> that. You mean to tell me that that, that Cincinnati went into uh, uh, strength and conditioning testing and kicked everybody's ass? I don't know if this yeah. has been brought up anywhere. I can't recall if you guys talked about it last night or not. Cincinnati has more guys at this combine than all but five teams in the country. All yeah. but five. Well, we've talked about it before. I don't know we talked about it last night, but we have talked about it. That's just still bananas. And they're not going to have guys that are kind of like just there to be there. We're going to get this throughout the week. What yeah. sauce runs, what, what Beavers does and his testing, uh, what Ford does. I guess running backs are tomorrow. I thought they were today, but I guess it was just quarterbacks, tight ends, and receivers. Um, we're going to get this all week, all weekend. Like we're, 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 we're going to see Cincinnati Bearcats flashing multiple times throughout this process over the next couple of days. Shower me in this shit. <laughs> you're a draft guy. You're you, you, you don't it. love it as much as Dave, but no, you love it. I love it. Yeah. So this is gonna be it's gonna be a fun couple of days watching the combine. I don't know. I think I think it just kicks up an extra gear when you, there's your you know your guys there. Sure. You know, you know Absolutely. I mean? like, sure. That makes all the difference in the world. I'm like, yeah. Tell me more. What what happened? <laughs> but what uh, did he say? Yeah. I got got today. Oh, you didn't see that? I was there was a, there was a traveling between Athens and Columbus today. Okay. There was a, a Costco trip. Oh yeah. That's uh, right. There was there was a bye bye baby trip. Ooh. Uh, so there was a parody there was account like, that put up a picture of Des Ritter at the podium being interviewed. Okay. And it, it was it ball sack said, sports that seems to be getting everyone of late. Uh, I think I would have caught. Ballsack Sports. Ball I, I think Sports I would have been. Ballsack Sports got Dan Levitard, which plenty of people get Dan Levitard, but. Hold on. Yeah, Dan's not very good at, at the internet, which is interesting for, you know, a guy that runs an internet company. But. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. I, didn't, I tweet. I, Fuck, I tweet a lot. I didn't. I was gonna um, say I didn't do a ton of Twitter today. It's called the Tone Setters, and uh, it's a top QB prospect. Desmond Ritter said Lions head coach Dan Campbell made me drink a glass of milk during their meeting earlier this week. Ritter, who is lactose intolerant, said Campbell wanted to test his toughness and ability to recall plays while in pain. <laughs> Here's why the setup is so brilliant. This is why the setup is so brilliant. There's only one coach you could get away with that. Maybe two. Vrabel, maybe. Uh, but Dan Campbell, like football guy Dan Campbell, like, you know, that's the one guy that if you put his name on it, everybody's going to be like, oh, that's that's totally believable. I can't believe that guy said that. <laughs> so I retweeted it with just FFS, you know. 
And then somebody hit me with that's a parody account. I was like, damn it. I got got. I got got. You got to be able to admit when you got got. So we didn't actually bring up the the number for Des. Des ran four four nine. Yeah. Alec ran four. Alec ran a four three three. Yikes! That's insane, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. where, where, where did Dave place the over under? I know you went under. I went under on both of those dudes. You, Whatever I, it was, I won. And I know you did. Whatever just, it was, I won. I just wonder how bad the disparity was. I guess is my. I, he said five. I think four, five, eight for Des, right? I, I don't recall either. It was up honest. near four five because I was like, he's not running a or no, it was up over four five. <laughs> and I was like, he's running a four five. And he said four five eight was like the 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 target. I think that's that's I think that's what I remember. Because I said I think he's gonna run a four five. For for Des or for, for Alec? For Des. Okay. He said I think Des was four five eight. Okay. And I said I think he's gonna run right at four five and maybe a you know a, a very uh, you know, right at the cut line four four. So I I know I was way under on that one. Uh, Alec, I think I said four like I, he could run a four three. I, I was thinking I think four four two was it was my range for Alec four three three. Here's here's what we forgot about Alec. What's, this where is did, what, where, this where is, did he finish with everyone in the receivers group? Uh, I don't know, dude. They had a four two one. Yeah, dude ran a four two one, and there was a four two six today as well. Was was Pierce faster than Calvin Austin though? I don't think so. I think he was four two nine, maybe. He was, but dude, it was like everybody was freaking out. Like, is the machine broken? <laughs> right. That's crazy. That the receivers were the. There was some talk that this was the fastest receiver testing for the combine in history i think alec was like seventh or eighth i think hold on i'm looking it up right now i'm on it okay i mean calvin austin was the fastest what did he run four three two no that's not it um I'm telling you, there was a four two one. That's according to sportingnews.com. Well, there was a couple different waves, so you might not have you might be just looking at one wave. It says the table will be updated as 40 times are recorded over the four day period of player workouts. Okay. I'm telling you, there was a dude that ran a yeah. four two one. Uh Alex not even on this list, so yeah. Um I'll find yeah. another one. Oh, here we go. I got it. Uh, These articles are uh, shit. He rated as elite. He rated as elite with a four three three. I don't. And his RAS score. I don't want live updates. I just, I just want the list. Just <laughs> give me the list. Uh, we'll do, we'll do better tomorrow night. I promise. We'll do better tomorrow night. I promise. We, sometimes you gotta, you gotta catch up. We are on pace for the fastest wide receiver class in history. The pro day circuit hasn't even started yet. And this class already has the sixth most wide receivers under four, four, just a crazy fast class. That's insane. Yeah. 
nuts. Um, I'm scrolling through the RAS scores. This is always fun stuff to look at, the RAS scores, where they grade, you know. Well, do they have Des or Alec on, on their RAS scores yet? Uh, uh, Des was, they were both, and both ended up being basically elite uh, in their testing. Um, Des, elite composite explosion grade, vertical and broad jump, elite composite speed grade. Um, so, uh, yeah, elite overall grade for Des, elite overall grade for Alec. Chris Olave ran a four two six. Um, that's really fast. Uh, the guy from Baylor ran a four two one. Apparently, yeah, that's the, there was a four two one. I didn't know who it was. Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, fast. Uh, Christian Watson from North Dakota State ran a four two eight. Um, I don't believe. I don't believe. Uh. Malik Willis ran. I'm not seeing him uh, even, okay. even in the top. Probably smart. Like if your eight. thing's supposed, to, if your thing's supposed to be fast, you can't go out there and have a slower forty than Des. Uh, Pierce four three three. I think I heard he six. wasn't running until his pro day, though. A lot of guys do that, uh, and we talked about it yesterday on the podcast. The reason being, I got the list for okay. receivers. Okay. The reason that they don't run um, at the combine is the combine's laser timed. Pro days are hand timed. Hand times are generally significantly slower than laser times. We're doing a podcast at this point. We have to get out of here. All right. This comes from Pro Football Network, um, but it was <clears throat> Taekwon Thornton four two one, Chris Lave four two six, Christian Watson four two eight. Velas Jones Jr. four three one, Calvin Austin the third four three two, Danny Gray four three three, Alec Pierce four three three. So you have one two three guys from the American of your top seven. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. All right, we gotta we gotta stop. We're at half an hour. All right, these are supposed to be fifteen minutes. The, you had a game. You get a double up. You had a game, and you had the Bearcats. Make a big splash to start the comedy. Dominating. So that's it. Lucky for you, you get a double episode uh, on Friday at your office. I'm Chad Brendel. He's Aaron Smith. Galactic Fried Chicken's the sponsor. We'll see you tomorrow night. It's the nightcap right here on BearcatJournal.com. See ya!